Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Craving some great 80s music. Play Virgin Radio 80s Plus. On DAB Digital Radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, and at virginradio80splus.co.uk. I got my mind set. Chris Evans. Woo! Love the 80s. the 80s. Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Vasos is here. Aloha. Rachel's here. Greetings. Welcome to the show. And um, very soon, Helena Nicklin and Eddie Smith and Eddie Temple Morris are going to be here. Tell us about those guys. Well, so please. these guys have got themselves together to teach us all about cognac. I watched the first episode of this series. It's called uh, The Three Drinkers in Cognac. And I learned all about the head, the heart and the tails of the drink. We witnessed the swan's neck and how to dig for truffles. And also the best shirt I've ever seen with printed uh, lobsters on it. Well done, Eddie. Yeah, they absolutely rocked it. It's like Top Gear for booze, isn't <laughs> That's it? exactly what it That's is. That's what it is. And it's a really good show. They go to Cognac. Eddie is, he's so anti-brandy, it's not funny. And their mission is to convert him. Do they do it? Do they not do it? Oh. Dun, dun, dun. So is this my suggestion for people who are worried about withdrawal um, from TVs because Ted Lasso finishes next week, Succession finishes next week? What do you need? Well, you could go for... The Three Drinkers. It is a great show. You know, all brandy isn't cognac, but all cognac is brandy. It starts as wine, then they fortify it, so you learn about that. The truffles they go searching for with a little truffle dog, the legato, I think they were planted. No, 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 no. I think no. they were planted. Well, did you think the soil looked a bit loose when I she think, had her funny little I've spear thing? I've done it. I've been with... I've been and truffle hunting. Did you find any? It's not that... It doesn't <laughs> happen like this. I'm not, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying I suspect it didn't happen, but we're going to find out the truth today when they come in. Are they going to bring any brandy with them? And some truffles. Because I didn't have enough alcohol <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> not at all. That's what I heard. So, Chimp Empire. Have you heard about Chimp Empire? Chimp Empire. Chimp Empire. So this no. is what you need if you're going to um, fear Ted Lasso loss next week. He's, you know, I don't think he dies or anything like that, but it's the last episode <laughs> of the, the current spoiler. series, and I'm not sure if there's going to be another series. I mean, I, I could ask them next week if you want me to. Are you all set up? <laughs> More about that later. Uh, succession ends. Is it next week or the week after? Next week. So the penultimate episode was available to watch yesterday. I didn't watch it, um, but I'll probably watch it today. Did you watch it? No, I'm saving it. Saving okay. it for later in the week. Chimp Empire on Netflix, made by the same team that made the Octopus Diary. What was it called? My Perfect Octopus. Keith the Octopus. Oh, yes. What was he called? The Octopus. My Octopus Friend. My Octopus, Di- yeah. My Octopus Diary. I think something like that. My octopus is te- my octopus teacher. That's it. Same team. Um, they went, I think, to, to Angola and they spent four hundred days with chimpanzees, but in the middle of them, filming them for four hundred days. Apparently, this is like one of the greatest shows ever. It's four parts on Netflix. People are raving about it. It's amazing. When we watch chimps, we witness chimps and other primates. We get freaked out because. 
obviously they're so similar to us in so many ways, yet so different. And we are we are sort of um, we are spellbound by them. Uh, we're, we're confused by them. Uh, we may feel anxiety when we see them, you know, devouring each other, which is what they do. Um, uh, but also their organisational uh, capabilities, the hierarchical structures, you know, uh, who's who's up there, who's not up there, who's making the way up the ladder of, of, of responsibility or importance in, in the gang. Uh, amazing. I haven't seen it, but people say it's amazing. It's on Netflix. Just put it out there. Happy with that? Yeah. Very happy. That's going on the list. Excellent. Okay. Right. What about this day? This day, this day, Thursday coming up. Thursday could be the hottest day of the year. Uh, with one bank holiday weekend forecast, Thursday looks set to be the hottest day of the year. Sunny weather expected to continue over the bank holiday weekend. Temperatures could be as high as 25 on Thursday. That's in the shade. Oh my word. In the east of Wales and the West Midlands area of England, topping this year's previous high of 23, the Met Office has said. How is this going to affect the Chelsea Flower Show? Oh. Because there's the Chelsea Snip, isn't there? Have you heard about the Chelsea no. Snip? No. Uh, have you heard about the Chelsea Snip? The Chelsea Snip. The Chelsea Snip. So, so what? you know, you go to see the Chelsea Flower Show and mm. everything is in full bloom. Yeah. And they've, it's like, you know, they don't all work together, the gardeners. Yeah, how do so they how, it? It's the Chelsea Snip. Come on, tell me more. They, they know when to snip everything every time they, it needs snipping from 12 months hence to get everything to happen now in this week on the... It's not the embankment, is it? Is it the embankment? Yeah, it's on the Chelsea embankment. Chelsea yeah. embankment, of course mm. it is, yeah. But for it all to happen at the right time. I've never thought about that before. How do you they know, all time it? Chelsea Flasher has been rained off. Um, it's been hot before. It's never, ever going to be, or, or will have been as hot as it's due to be on Thursday, and you still have Friday and Saturday to go. I hear Saturday is like, just like... It's just a complete bum fight. The bum fight to end all bum fights. So, um, and weeds are big there this year. Yeah, well, are they, they're hardy, aren't they? So they should be all right in the, you know, hot sun. Yeah, I, to be honest, it's not the plants and the shrubs and the blooms that I'm worried about. It's the people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because you do, I, I've been to Chelsea, to the Chelsea Flower Show a couple of times, working um, a few times on the radio and on the telly, and I took my mum once as well. And... You do, if you wear the, if you try and look like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't do that. It's like you and Cricket Masters. I don't really know what I'm doing at the Chelsea Flower Show. And so you put on some linen. And I don't understand why a linen suit. Mm. A, they only look good in the shop on the mannequin, don't they? (laughs) The second you get them out, they go all creased and crumpled. And it's supposed to look cool, like Mm. you're you're our man in wherever, you know, some diplomat or some secret agent somewhere. Havana. Havana, our man in Havana. But not only do they just never look as good as they do in the shops, but they're really hot. <laughs> and people wear them in hot countries because linen's supposed to keep you cool. But here's the thing, it doesn't work. Oh, no. It's like wool is supposed to keep you cool. Is it merino wool? I don't know. It's supposed to be like temperature regulating. It's like houses with, you know, brilliantly made houses. They keep you cool in the summer and they keep you hot in the winter. Wool's supposed to do the same, but you don't see people... Who's chanced a big Aaron sweater? Give it a go on Thursday. Let's. Why don't we do Jumpsuit Friday. Why don't we all put our thickest sweaters on on Thursday? See what happens. Oh, I can't do that because I've done my wardrobe switcheroo. Have you? Yeah, vacuum-packed it. When did you decide to go for it? Yesterday. Uh, any reason why? Anything tip you over the edge? Uh, just the forecast? Just, I just felt the need. Do you think the, the weather turned? Yeah. Because yesterday started off where we live. It started off quite cloudy, but then the sun came through and it was instantly like somebody had turned the oven mm. on again. It was a bit like last year. Do you remember last year when it was just, 
stupidly hot. You went out there and you think, oh, man, this, is, this isn't weather, this is something else. <laughs> well, we had the hottest day ever, didn't we, last year in the UK, it's which 41 was 40, yeah, 41 Whoa. points in the shade. Yeah. Beyonce continues being proper UK tourist as she spends nearly £2,000 on a cheeky Nando's <laughs> for her entourage in Scotland. I want to know the order. So do I. How long did it take? Did they pre-order? Was it via the app? Um, how many people were working there? Who was behind her there? in the queue? Devastated. Did she, did she get the shop thrown in? <laughs> I've never had a Nando's. Oh, Nando's is good. Is it? Yeah, you get to choose how spicy your chicken is. Like a Nando's, Rich? Big fan? Mira, Nando's? Not for veggies. Aussie Jay, no. Have you had one? Had chips. Chips. Chips are good. You get um if you get a Nando I'm I'm sure that Beyonce would do. The black she'd Nando's yeah, card. She'd qualify for a Nando's black card. Oh well that would be awful for Nando's because then she would have got it all for free. Yeah. Which why do you think she spent so much? <laughs> <laughs> and they got the publicity, so it's a win win. Can you hear the phone Fernando's? <laughs> Clock Radio from 2008 has been put in the British Museum. Love a Clock Radio. Yeah. This is a bit too late for me because it's digital. It's got the, it has the LED readout. I like the ones that click over like oh, in... Um, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Mm. Anybody been to see Groundhog Day the musical? Tim Minchin's musical. No. How's it doing? Doing all right? It hasn't started yet. All right. Okay. <laughs> Well, we have. We've started. Yeah. And we mean to continue. The newspapers love a Taylor Swift story. She's in every single day because they know that people love to read about her, but we always try and bring you exclusive Taylor Swift news. And here's today's May 23, 2023, courtesy of Felix. I did a Taylor Swift lover versus Midnight's soul cycle yesterday and it was one of the best experiences of my life and okay. I don't say that lightly. I'm not going to argue with you. I understood the first bit and the last bit. I didn't get the bit in the middle. So they play two albums kind of against each other right? and I think Midnight's the most recent one won because uh, I pedalled harder during those songs. And were they alternate tracks? Was it like a song exactly, off? Exactly, yeah. It was like a. It was like Dick and Dom at Pub in the Park, oh, if you saw Dick that. Oh, Dick and it Dom, by a... the way. Shout out to Dick and Dom. They were brilliant they were on so Saturday. Cool. So they cool. were so good. Um, interesting. So, And because it was Taylor Swift, uh, because the distraction was, in fact, super fuel. Yeah. As well as a distraction exactly. from your aching legs. Exactly. Got you through? 100%. And actually, I think the cardio is even harder because it is quite difficult to sing that loudly when you're pedaling as well. So it was, it was good. It was a good so, workout. So in running, they have the, it's the conversation test. You know, if you can hold a conversation, you should just about be able to hold a conversation mm -hmm. whilst running. That's a sort of zone two yeah. thing. If you can't, you're going too quick. And if you could easily hold the conversation, you're probably going a bit too slow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's exactly the, it. yeah. the soul cycle version of that. Yeah. Now, you and I spent some of the weekend together. We did. Didn't we? Um, did you have a good, as good a time as I did? It was incredible. It was just, Sam Ryder was so cool and his outfit was so cool the kind of knitted crocheted he looked like the he looked like a knitted sun yeah and his pearls around his neck oh that his wife makes really yeah she's a jewelry maker wow and uh, i if we had a similar weekend the thought of doing a soul cycle session yesterday <laughs> for me if it was, wasn't taylor swift could have been it might as well be in a parallel universe yeah. <laughs> well done for doing that thank you very much i did slightly think he was going to bring her out but it didn't happen. So. Is she around? Is she back? I don't know. Just to recommend, talking of Taylor Swift and talking about something on Netflix, so I will take your Chimp Empire, but also Miss Americana, which I started watching yesterday. It's the Taylor Swift documentary. Oh, yeah, I watched that. It's, it's excellent. really good. You see her writing her songs, and it's it feels such a 
privilege to be watching, actually. Yeah. And I had no idea. Had no idea about the the Kanye West thing. I had no. What idea. is the Kanye West thing? The Kanye West thing. So when she was seventeen, yeah, she won best video. Right. Um, and Kanye West, as she was giving her speech, came on stage, took the microphone from her, and said, "Just to say, I mean, like, well done, Taylor Swift or whatever your name is, but." Beyonce's video is one of the greatest videos of all time, but well done. And then he walks off stage, and it was, it was, and and I said to my daughter Emily, "Did you know about that?" And he and she said, "No, there are like two seismic moments in history. There was the, big the bang. French Revolution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said the Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, the, French, the Big why, Bang. Why, why did she pick the French Revolution? <laughs> she's she's quite political. And then <laughs> what about that? What about the asteroids wiping the dinosaurs yeah. out? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love Les Miserables for many, many reasons. Yes. And it was a seminal point in the world's history. Yes. And democracy. And apparently so was this. OK. Excellent. Thank you, Felix. Thank you very much. How, how are you after the weekend? Were you a little bit fragile? My voice was gone. I think it's... I don't know if it's still slightly lower than usual because of purely because of tiny temperature. It's the top register, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. completely gone. Can I say thank you to D-Dip, dry robe company, Scamp and Dude and Leapfrog, Sleep Products and Lawrence um, on the high street in Marlow for helping us out with the wonderful charity weekend um, for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. And the Bid and Breakfast lovely couples, Chris and Jill and Rebecca and Jim and Sue and Martin and Nick and Rebecca and Paul and Eleanor and Eleanor's bestie and the Marlow of the Stars people who were in the Carfest Airstream and the Splitty Steve and Daniela Fowler, the Tuckers, Miles and Joe and the Baggots, Jason and Rachel. They were all fantastic company. It really was. You know, when you organise something like that, eight couples and in two different situations. So five in the house, five couples in the house, three couples in the garden, <laughs> which is so funny. You have 10 people staying with you. No, we have 16. We have six <laughs> in the garden as well. What, grown-ups? Yes, grown-ups. You know, there's, there's a lot of interbeing there, isn't there? It's not just being, there's a lot of interbeing. There's a lot of permutations. And it, it couldn't have gone any better. There were, you know, I'm touching wood now and it's over. <laughs> Did any of them lose their voices? Yeah, but they didn't have a radio show Monday. Oh. It's fun, though. It's so much fun. It's all the fun. On Thursday, my friend Ben, says Pete from Seven Oaks, invited me along to be his guest and represent my family at your cricket match. I wanted to say thank you to him and thanks to you for being absolutely amazing. You all welcomed us with open arms and the joy didn't stop from the match prep all the way through to the pub in the park, fun and games. And that was just the first night of pub in the park. Hayley and Gary from Swinton, just leaving California, heading back to Swinton after enjoying pub in the park. UB40 and Bananarama were off the charts. I thought you, I thought Ali Campbell, Ali Campbell, he was so good. He was so. I know. I don't know who his guy. He he has a guy with him who's on percussion, uh, and he's got a bucket hat, and he's a big guy with a big beard, and he does a lot on the mic in between the songs, and then, then Ali just picks up with the songs. He was great too. Andy from Telford doing the Rides to London event this Sunday. Really looking forward to it. Legs feeling good at the moment, but ask me in six hours. Good luck to everybody. Doing it, mum, dad, and Kit. Hi, Chris and the team. Big uh, happy birthday. Happy sixth birthday to our wonderful daughter, Holly. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Holly. Yeah. Happy birthday, Holly. Happy, happy birthday. Have a great day at school and see you later for a ride on your new scooter. Woo! Woo! 
love a scooter. It's your birthday on Monday. My birthday on Monday. She hasn't told us. It's just imprinted in my mind. Yeah, thanks for remembering, Chris. As all, all the members of the team are, <laughs> their birthdays are. What do you want? Do you want a scooter? What do you want for your birthday? Um, I have asked for my birthday a pair of, like, sort of running, trail, hiking, sort of all-in-one shoes for our trip to Canada. That's nice, isn't yeah. it? That's cool. Yeah. 57 million on the euros tonight. That's estimated. So it'll be that or maybe a bit more. If you want it, you'd buy a house by the sea. Yes. I'd love a house on the beach. But there aren't any. But there That's must the be thing. some. No, because I look <laughs> if I all the time. I 57 million, I'm sure I'd be able to find one. The ones you see in the movies are usually just built <laughs> well, for I'd the have, movie. Well, if I had 57 million, I'd get them to build me one of those. But you're not allowed to build a house on the beach. <laughs> what if I pretended to film a movie that took ages to film? You can have a house on the cliffs, can't you? You can have a house on the pebbles in Brighton. But very rare you get a house on the I beach. I want a house on the beach with like decking with like one of those um, what do you call them like Arondack chairs like the wooden yeah, ones. Yeah I know what you mean. And, and I, and I want to look out at the water at the waves and like go and have a little swim. Yeah. And a barbecue. I'll have a barbecue going. You want Jack Johnson's house in Hawaii. Yes. You know Jack Johnson? Yes. So you know him. Surf man who, like, who just is a professional surfer, happens to have a bit of a music career on the side. Well, he's a film director first. And a, uh, uh, yeah. Film <laughs> director first. Yeah. Surf, professional surfer second. Yeah. Songwriter, musician, hit artist third. Yeah, you'd take any of those, wouldn't you? Yeah, he lives on the beach. He does live on the beach. So when you, when he walks out of his front door, he... He walks into sand. That's what I would like. That's what he does. Yeah. There's no, I mean, straight away. Mm. I think he has wooden boards as well. But it's, Yeah, a little bit of decking. There's a phrase in there about sand between your toes. God knows. Got to feel the sand between your toes. Or like there's no woes when there's sand between your toes. Something like that. Yeah. You, get a, you get a beach hut. You get a beach hut on I don't want a hut. Mudderford Spit. <laughs> I want a big it's old quite nice. Hut. You can sleep in them. They sleep okay. six. Oh, Okay. Yeah, and then, you know, everybody, the whole thing is closed off to other tourists at night times. So it's just you and the other beach hut owners. Guitars come out, barbecues get fired up, things like that. Okay. It's pretty cool. I could consider that. And you might get one for 57 million. <laughs> yeah. You only get half of one. Not Maybe much a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> bus driver wins a million pounds on scratch card while waiting for a kebab. So this bus driver popped out to buy some bread. And he left with a winning £1 million lottery scratch card. Steve Goodwin from Holsworthy in West Devon. He went to the cup to buy some bread. He then ordered a kebab and had a minute, looked at a scratch card, thought, oh, I would just have a scratch card fill in a minute. Bought the scratch card, million pounds. Boom. Can you imagine? <sighs> you, you'd be looking at it three or four or five or six or seven times thinking, is that a fight? Have I, have I, I'm reading pounds. this wrong. Then, my absolute fear. My, I, I would be holding it, thinking, "Don't rip it up! Don't rip it up! Don't rip it up!" Yeah, I, I agree with that you. That would be my absolute or horror. Don't, don't let go. Don't catch fire. Yes. Don't <laughs> combust. But there's no chance of it catching fire. I know, but it just might catch fire. <laughs> I'd immediately take a picture of it with my phone as yeah. evidence. What if there's a gale suddenly outside? Oh God! All that stuff. I, I'm with you. The anxiety. <laughs> the fear. But it would be worth it, wouldn't it? Yes, I'd cope. Of course, it would. Uh, we're set for some nice weather on Thursday. They say it's going to be the hottest day of the year so far, all, all full stop. 25 degrees in the shade. OK. 41, 42 degrees, our hottest day ever last year. Everybody on school residentials, please put on your sun cream. Is anybody going to risk a full-on wool sweater on Thursday? To, let's try and do some scientific research. Does it really work? Does wool cool you down as much as it warms you up? Because you just, you just, it's not worth the risk, No, is it? No. Also, it's all been vacuum-packed away. It's quite fun to wear loads of layers on a really hot day and just 
walk around in a really <laughs> a hot coat and a Hang jumper. A we sometimes do that in our family. I don't believe you. Yeah, we do. I don't believe you. I've, I've got photographs of us. That, okay, put more clothes on, put more clothes on. And then we just when? when did you do that last? And why? And where? <laughs> Who was with you? Where are the photos? Mary... Me, it's a Matthew. Re- it's a really funny idea. It's really great. And you've done it. Yes, we do it quite a lot. Also, if you're <laughs> you in a car... You don't do it quite a lot. Well, you okay. don't do well, it quite You've done a... it once. You may have done it once. No, we do I would say once a year. And there's also the, the car journeys where it's really hot. So you put the windows no, no, up and turn there. the heating no, up. I've done that. Yeah. That is yeah. really yeah. funny. Why <laughs> is that funny? Because it's just, cause it's just well, absurd. I wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah, but... We're not supposed to be in cars anyway, yeah. are we? I mean, it's all crazy. Well, exactly. So let's make it as comfortable as possible. No, but the, well, make it as uncomfortable as possible. It's like running the marathon. So you, so for the rest of your life, you're not running a marathon. Yeah. But you have run a marathon. Yeah. And so even a, on a day where you feel a little bit blue, you go, well, at least I'm not running a marathon, which I once was for okay. five hours. Okay. That kind of thing. It is funny. I think it's hilarious. Mm. Put the heated seats on, yep. windows up. Yeah. I think I'm with so you on that. Literally yesterday, driving back from school yesterday, Dara hit the max heating button and put the heated seats on. And about That's two funny. seconds later, I realised what he. No, I was going, <laughs> turn it off! The, the heated seat game is really funny. Yeah. With, you, with, with your partner in the car, mm. just sneaking on yeah, every now and yeah, again. Exactly. It's better, the hotter the better. I can't say that, Mira. If you say that in my ears, I might say that out on the radio and then I wouldn't have a job anymore. What did you say, Mira? <laughs> What did you say? What's what did you, to me? What did you say? Mira. I know. <laughs> By the way, people can sometimes hear what you're saying through the headphones. Be careful. <laughs> Prem champs let hair down. Talking of what to wear, look at this. This is, what's his name? Erling Haaland? Erling Haaland. Oh, <laughs> Erling Haaland, the man who made ridiculous clothes Man City PJs. Mm. A, they're cool. B, they're cool. C, they're cool. D, if any of us wore them, they'd be questionable on so many levels. <laughs> but he is completely smashing it. This is a PJ party, yeah? No, they went out for a, to a restaurant to celebrate winning the, the, the title. And right. I think he then started cooking burgers in those pyjamas. Right. What, what, did he go into a kitchen? What? Yeah, he's Erling Haaland. Just went into somebody's kitchen? No, no, to, in the restaurant. Right, he went into the restaurant kitchen. And started cooking, I think, steaks or burgers for his teammates. They were celebrating, they've won the league. OK. No, okay. once again, completely uninformed. The Man City strike... All you have to do is read the article, you know that. That's how it works. I, I, I have done, that's how I know what he, ha- what he did. Well, he didn't do what you just said. The Man City striker <laughs> yes. yeah. donned the silk and sky blue nightwear for a nightclub party, a PJ party in a nightclub, as did lots of other guests. Because there's pictures of them. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang you don't need to cross-examine that. That's what it says in the paper next to the photograph you were referring to. Did he? I'm sure I saw him cooking. <laughs> Did you have a weird dream last night? When you need a fix of some great 80s music, check out Virgin Radio 80s Plus. DAB Digital Radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, and at virginradio80splus.co.uk. The Chris Evans Breakfast Show, and the best 80s music. Virgin Radio, 80s Plus.
Do you know your cognac from your brandy and your Grand Monnier from your Grand Fromage? The three drinkers are here to help and back with Series 3 on Prime Video with one of our favourites as the third drinker. So please welcome three lucky people with cognac in their contract. It's Helena Nicklin, A.D. Smith and Eddie Temple Morris! <laughs> Hello, Helena. Hello, good morning. Hello, A.D. Hello, my lovely. Hi, Eduardo. Good morning. Oh, this is such a good show, everyone. It's a great show. The Three Drinkers in Cognac, available now on Prime Video. We watched it last night. We wanted to climb in the telly and join them wherever they were. So, Helena, first of all, what was your challenge? And then, Aidy, how did you go about it? So, you first. My challenge for me, well, our big challenge was trying to get Eddie to love cognac because he is a self self proclaimed spirits dark spirits hater really skeptic or skeptic rather skeptic yes but um i like to think we won him over by the end of it okay Aidy, how did you set about the challenge well we took him on a journey because we wanted him to live and breathe cognac so we started in the vineyards didn't we and then we took him into where they distill it and then the tasting definitely helped have to say you were very good at putting together your garnishes weren't you that wasn't so bad but i tell you what swung it for me was the tonnerie which would be a cooper a cooperage in this <laughs> country that was amazing the smell of that word and this guy do you remember that Eric Cantona guy that oh, was it... that was moving a barrel like you know like Michael Jordan moves like a basketball? A symbol. Incredible! And he had four fires going, actual yep. fires. You know, you've seen them scorch a bourbon barrel with a flamethrower, right? Yeah. None of that. Actual <laughs> fires. And he's using bits of other barrel, you know, the offcuts to make the fires. And he's judging with his eyes and with his ears and with his nose exactly the toastage of every barrel with a real fire in it. And he's flipping, he's turning, imagine a massive great cognac barrel, it's huge. And he's flipping it and turning it with one movement and flipping it over and turning it around like you turn a piece of toast. Like yeah. ballet, wasn't it? It, it was incredible. It was I think that's what fantastic. turned me. Fantastic. So tell us about cognac the region first of all, Helena. It's really beautiful and even though you know it's about spirits, so because yeah. cognac is a spirit made with wine, as you said, but yeah. You go and it's all about vineyards. There's still something that kind of you can't get your head around until you're there. You, you think it's going to be a little bit more industrial. You do. But it's really so beautiful. Sunflowers, classic France, beautiful rivers, loads of incredible food as And well. that sort of string of ha houses on the bridge. Yeah. It's, where was that? That was right in, on, in Cognac proper. Oh, that was so gorgeous. Yes. Jarnac. Jean, well, uh, Jarnac was where uh, Courvoisier was. Yeah, I think that's what he's talking about. Well, right? Okay, well, when we were on the when we crashed the boat. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, sorry, when you crashed the boat. Helen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there was quite some there was quite some vehicular adventure in there as well. Because <laughs> didn't you lose your indicator at one point? I did. We had a very old, beautiful two CV car, and yeah. we were going down. You Wasn't know, the that road, old? Bumpy bump. <laughs> <laughs> I put my put my hand down to indicate left. Yeah. And the indicator fell off. Yeah. So, so Eddie and you Blossom, were thrilled. I, I was. I thought it was hilarious. Um, Helena was very scared, and Eddie was like, "Right, I'm just going to put my hand out the window." Or there wasn't even a window, was there? Your yeah. head was sticking out the top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, those things are not designed for a six foot one and a half person in the back seat because you called shotgun, Helena. Well, you rock the bikes, you rock the cars, you rock the boat. Literally, more than rock the boat. Um, but you, you had so much fun. So, and you went truffle hunting. We'll talk about truffle hunting in a bit. All in this, all in episode one. It's so, it's so great. So you get on so well, you know, hope that there's going to be more of this. Um, first of all, what did you have against 
cognac or brandy? What have you, what's the matter it, with it? It's, it's not brandy per se. It's just neat alcohol. Right. I'm not that guy. You okay. know, at the end of the night, and you've been here a million, you've been there a million yeah. times, Chris, in the 90s. Oh, let's have a nightcap and then you get the spirits out. For me, a, a spirit, mm. a raw alcohol, is for thinning paintbrushes or taking the ice off your car. Yeah. That I'm not that guy. It's just like, ooh, it tastes horrible. But... So that's where I began. Right. But then, you know, these guys, incredible knowledge and passion and dedication and telling me the whole story of what's in a bottle. They were seducing you. Yeah, yeah, I got there. And now I am that. I can't wait for next Christmas. I'm going to I'm going to be the guy that has the, the, the cognac after, you know. But they didn't sort of push you off a cliff. They led you down a gentle causeway to the shallow end, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. we did. Well, how, what was the first, the mixers, you call them something, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, well, the highballs. The highballs. Yes. I didn't know that's what a highball was. Mm. Simple definition of a highball is? A spirit with a mixer, usually fizzy. And loads of ice? Yeah, and loads of ice, that's it. In See, a high, that in a looked tall gorgeous, glass. by the yeah. way. Aidy, tell me about that. I mean, it's super easy. We worked with someone called Franklin and Sons who did all of the mixers, and they have so many different flavour variations. And, you know, you can take so many flavours and so many different spirits to make a highball. Rule number one is always make sure that you have ice to the very top of the glass. Right. Why, Helena? Because... The f- I always get this bit wrong. No, it's because I, I said <laughs> it wrong, first, then you did it right every time. The last sip is always as cold as the first, or Boom. is it vice versa? Very good. <laughs> and and it- also, the thing about, if you if you do get a, a mixed drink of any type, even a highball, if you put loads of ice in, a lot of people fear that if you put loads of ice in, the ice will melt and it'll dilute the drink. It's the opposite. Because mm-hmm. what happens is you put the ice in the glass, the glass then gets so cold, the ice lasts for longer, and you get less water in the drink, not more. Exactly. And always put a garnish on because you can have a bit of fun, you know. <laughs> well, not that big. Tell us about your generation garnish. Um, what do we call it? Uh, what do you call it? Well, the garnish competition. Yeah, it was a, was it, I suppose it was a competition, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a couple of competitions, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, you know, I mean, it was it was just, it, you know how a dog will reflect a person. The, the garnishes reflect, reflected the person. Mine was way over the top. Right. Hang on, Ages how did was, mine do it then? You, you, ovaries. Was, yours was a yours pair melted. of ovaries. Yours melted. It wasn't supposed to be. It's meant to be our logo made with a carambar. I know. The carambar, uh, that's the big sort of French confectionery. It's yes. like their, their refresher, isn't it? Or their wham bar. If you went to holiday, if you went on holiday in the 80s, actually, they you can't stop them, them anyway. You no, can't no, stop yeah. They're so nice. So I did sugar work but it melted you yeah. tried to fashion the i didn't know by the way that the three drinks had a logo until you kept banging on about it so it didn't work because <laughs> then went and found out what the logo was i mean in your credit it was a beautiful pair of ovaries I have to say. <laughs> and by the way how come you're so good at everything just ad i'm not i you, you know, are I, I just drink a lot over time and i've experienced it and the so way you know. fashioned your garnish was like somebody like some kind of fine japanese artist you know steeping themselves in infinite ikigai i've made a lot of cocktails <laughs> a lot of cocktails right. over time is that your time. history um some what yeah i mean all drinks helena specializes a bit more on the wine side don't you i'm a bit yep. more on the spirit side and that's why we come together and intertwine our knowledge for the for the greater good of anyone who likes a drink in their glass yeah um because eddie you do love is wine your favorite thing in the world yeah. would you say yeah yeah yeah. my ideal job if i could have any job in the world would be a sommelier right. definitely i'm really jealous of these guys okay <laughs> okay um you also go truffle hunting <laughs> Mm, can well, I? I, I have. Mm. I have. Sus- yeah, good. I'm glad you, <laughs> well, you did the show earlier on. We, so yeah, I I'm to- glad you said this because I've been truffle hunting. And it's not what's what you what we see in the show is not really what happens. <laughs> well, I you, mean, you spotted it. We spotted and, it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, absolutely. He had the right dog. So, a Lagotta Romagnolo is the archetypal truffle yeah. hunting. Jo- it means dog of the lake. Dog, exactly. There you go. But um, 
but you know why it had to be faked that that sequence and and i i get to say this i only get to, this is the only time i get to say this and not offend anyone mm. on radio yep. that bitch was a nightmare to work with <laughs> okay that's not that's not the only reason it had to be faked <laughs> if, if truffles were that easy to find there wouldn't be any left <laughs> i think it for was for a start <laughs> I think the fact was that it was like 44 degrees in the shade. And like any self-respecting French person, she just wanted to sit in the shade and have a drink. The dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah and the dog. The best truffles are found in Italy, not France, because that's another myth, isn't it? The best truffles are found in Italy, and then they're taken to France. Oh, well, I mean, France, who knew that France had so many truffles, actually? Well, they, well, they don't, yeah. do they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do they? Croatia, too. Croatia's big for its truffles. Really? But yeah. Every time we put the drone up, the poor dog would run away, so we couldn't put the drone up. And then every time Helena and I were trying our best to kind of, you know, conduct this truffle hunting session, she was like, nah, see you later. And she just lay down under a bush and just have a little kip. That's and what it. you see in the film is like, dog goes up, scratches truffle, gets spayed <laughs> with paws, digs out truffle, hands truffle with paw to presenters. Doesn't happen like that. No. It used to be pigs, didn't it? It did used to be pigs, yes. And Luckily, to... I didn't bring my spaniel because I know what would have happened. But they had to stop using pigs, you know this. They Why did them. they stop? Do they eat them? Because they, they kept yeah. eating them. Oh, well, there we are. Uh, yeah. Of course, Greedy. of course, I would have done. Well, there was a, there was another slight disaster in that sequence, which was that uh, there was never a reveal on the food that I made. <laughs> I know. They got me in I as know. a food as a food guy, and there was and never a reveal. And then this paste comes and, out of the pan. Okay, so the reason that that never that that, that didn't happen was again forty four degrees in the shade that yeah. day. You remember how hot it was last I summer. Do. I love foraging and I had foraged loads of really beautiful wild flowers to go on this uh, arrangement. And, they'd and of course, by the time the, the, the camera guy um, squeezed the trigger, it looked like a load of insects had just died on it. <laughs> well, I know because the, the last thing Helena says before, from, from the dodgy truffle sequence to the dodgy cooking sequence. By the way, the show's great. It sounds terrible. The show's great. Why are we talking about this? Helena says, oh, I can't wait to see what Eddie's cooked up in the kitchen. Cut to not a kitchen, middle of of a field for a start and then some truffle paste it, well it looked absolutely fantastic it, believe way, me but I, for about it, seven seconds yeah. <laughs> and then it just it wilted up. it was like being in a toaster i mean we were literally in a toaster mm. all right and um, so you you did get to spend a few nights in a your own villa which was gorgeous <laughs> i don't know if we call it a villa it was a 16th century old house where the floorboards are falling apart it um, didn't look like it w- when we arrived from the outside yeah. I, I found we, we went for a little exploration yeah. and we went up to the attic and i found this old dodgy care bear mm. that had an eye missing and it was all dirty it looked like it was possessed so i thought it would be a great idea to put it in a different member of, of crew's bedroom in their bed each night right. <laughs> so we just hear screams at about 10 30 p.m as yeah. they they took their duvet down and revealed this old dodgy care bear it was classic French style because, you know, the lady who showed us around was just like, oh, don't, I'm just going to put this chair over this massive hole leading to certain death yeah. underneath, you know. Like, okay, but in, we'll just... honestly, the show, you three get on like a house on fire. You really do. It's so, it's so lovely. There's, there's so much in it for half an hour because you have a laugh. There's loads of road trip sequences, which is what you want. There's a bit of a caper. You know, it's funny and it's so informative and you do so many different things. There's the Cooperage, of course. Then you find out things like, I didn't know that XO Brandy stands, stands for extra old. Extra old. I didn't know. <laughs> That? Who would have thought? Uh, VSOP is very superior old pale. I which didn't is know that. I didn't know any like of this. It. And it never occurred to me to just question what did XO stand for. I just thought it was like Louis the Tenth and a Nought yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But it's extra old. Yeah, there you go. It is. You're right. It's a very concentrated show. 
we could it could have easily been an hour, but it's only what thirty minutes, only thirty three minutes or something what, per episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's about two hours in the yeah. end. Yeah. It, it's a concentrated good time, and yeah, you do find out lots of that stuff. That field you have the picnic in. Oh, oh who didn't? What? Where was that field? That was France a... did. France do very good field, or France does very good fields, and that picnic just yeah. looked like the best picnic. Le Metier, I think it was called, just outside Jarnac. And, Whereabouts um, is that? So that's it's so just north of Bordeaux, about an hour's drive, about right. an hour and a half drive. So okay. it's really easy to get to. Actually, you just fly into Bordeaux and drive up. Yeah. And how far? But by the way, Bordeaux is beautiful, isn't it? What oh, a city! I know. That, lots of people don't go to Bordeaux. It's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I know. And that whole wine region of Bordeaux, the D, there's a road called the D2, and hardly anybody ever goes there. It's this perfect driving road, slightly gently undulating, and then you see all the labels of all the various chateaux. But they're not labels, they're the actual chateaus <laughs> and they're on the road and it's like some kind of wine theme park yeah. that nobody goes to because they don't let you in unless you know, know someone. And then you yeah. bang on the big old doors and now and again you get in. You need to well, yeah. hang out with us then a bit more, don't you? Get in those yeah. chateaus. Oh, we did hear you people. mention that, that Bordeaux was a thing, but we thought maybe you should go somewhere a little bit more exciting. Have you no, been there already? No, I'm, I'm... By the way, I'm in. This is... A, this is <laughs> you don't even... I think I, ju- I think I just lost a job. Yeah. <laughs> no, because... No, oh, sorry, Eddie. No, no, Eddie's... A, Eddie, you look great, by the way. And the shirts, you're rocking the shirts. So, um, so Bordeaux's... So we're about an, uh, an hour north of Bordeaux. The fi- when does the wine region stop being good for wine and turns into sparkling wine because that's about geography, isn't it? It is about geography and it's, yeah, and about weather, terroir, all, all of that sort of thing. But it's also it's about history and the grapes that were growing there. So it's in terms of geographically, yeah. probably north of Cognac, you're, you're getting more towards the Loire and then a, a, then a Champagne regions. Yeah. So yes, it's where it's cooler. <laughs> well, what's clever is you know in in Chinese they say the same way they have the same word for crisis. As opportunity, and so obviously certain winemakers, you know, hundreds of years ago, in France, it wasn't working for them, so, but they just owned that, didn't they? And they turned it into to. Well, the interesting thing about you know we're talking about Bordeaux, yeah. so very few people know that aside from red wine, which they're known for, they make white wine and they make sparkling wine, and no one really knows this. They make Cremant there, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. you know. But when we go to Cognac, there is so much deep rooted history in Cognac as a region. From not only the actual liquids, but actually traveling there, the places that you can stay, the food that you can have. So one of the main reasons we wanted to do this show was to just inspire people to visit and see it for themselves as well. And the word brandy itself comes from branded, comes from the firing of the barrels. Yes, brandy came from burnt wine. Burnt, actually, from the story you were telling earlier. Yeah, because <laughs> when they, cause when they distilled the wine. They, it was called burnt wine. So it's usually you. T- it's your two show, but you get on. You, he, Eddie keeps coming and saying, oh, "Well, it all went so well. I think you know we might be doing more together." Is this wishful thinking, or is this is this discussion taking place? Is he part of the gang now? Well, I mean, always, always part, part of the gang. gang. Once a Ooh. third drinker, always a third drinker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, the will is there. I want to do more. Where uh, would you uh, go if you could choose next? Where would you go? Anywhere in the world. Well, to do because it's about the story. Well, there's loads of it, isn't it? It's about the story. I say my favourite show on TV. My favourite. Food show is somebody feed Phil. This is somebody intoxicate Eddie. Where are we going to next? <laughs> you know, uh, the the obvious one would be oh let's just go to, let's go to Japan because that would be incredible because I've always wanted to go to for Japan. whiskey for for everything because they do for, great for, yeah, whiskey. Absolutely, Japan, absolutely amazing. But the thing right. actually, my heart in my heart of hearts that I want to do because and you know guys that I'm very passionate about this is English sparkling wine. Yes, I would love to do 
good old Kent, Sussex, going all the way through Devon to, to oh, so I live in Sussex. So now. it's not that far, is it? Yeah. You can do, you can do the show <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got the radio. That's all that is. There's Boldly down the road, there's Wollstonebury okay, down the road. Okay, let, let me take you a bit further afield. Where would you, let's get a bit more adventurous. Well, then, then it's got to be Japan. I mean, absolutely Japan. Aren't you learning Japanese? I am learning Japanese. Are you? Yeah, I'm learning Japanese. Wow. And Because I want to go, I really want to go there, and I don't want to be the guy that doesn't speak Japanese. I don't want to be the, the tourist that expects everyone to speak English. You don't want to be the sticky guy, but you don't want to be the sticky guy. Well, because I don't want to be <laughs> climbing a building and to find the, the, the golf course on the top of the hotel like no, you did, because you couldn't get around. Couldn't get around. <laughs> like, I can, I, I can get around now. I, I know how to... Give, how to... Some, give some of your best Japanese. So, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I know you put, put me on, on the spot now. So, okay. uh, so um, Give us any Japanese. <laughs> So, uh, I can't, my mind's gone completely blank. Moshi, moshi. So, 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 <laughs> so uh, like konnichiwa, uh, konnichiwa, Edison des, uh, uh, radio, uh, radio, uh, uh <laughs> I can't, I don't know the word for oh. professional. So, I'm going to say basketball player, a basket the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I got, here's one. Merry a Christmasu. There you go. All right. Where, where would we go? Do you go anywhere on a drinks trip with these guys? And by the way, no better company. With their film crew making a show, where would you go? The Six Drinkers. Yeah. Argentina? Yes. yes. For what? Yes. For the Malbec. The men. Oh, yeah. yes, the Malbec. Yes, yes the Malbec. <laughs> this show is also an excuse for you to try and find a life partner. Oh, my. It? Yes, it actually is. Well, how's, that, go, how's that going, It actually is. Well, you, you would teach me some French, weren't you, out there and asking me um, to say to people, do you have ripe plums? May I hold your baguette? Um, there were some good translations. Yeah. Um, it was about the fruit. How do you know she's speaking the truth? Well, she speaks fluent French near enough. Doesn't mean she's speaking the truth. <laughs> <laughs> where would you go, Rach? Oh, so Argentina, where'd you go, Vas? Uh, probably, probably some sort of Californian vineyard. Yeah. Yes. But... Can I do that as well, that one? Or is <laughs> Let's that boring? Do it. Let's know California's great. There's so much going on there. We could go to Iceland and just find out what they've got going <gasps> on in Iceland. Because they, they mostly grow tomatoes in Iceland, don't they? Yeah, That's well, what they've they got do. some ice wine out there now, haven't they? I think they're making a lot of gin. There's a lot of vodka out there. Mm. Best ice wine ever, Enniskillen. Yes. Oh, yeah. Ever. I've got 57 bottles at home. Oh. Why 57? That's because very it's what John Lewis had left about 10 years ago. <laughs> Enniskillen <laughs> ice wine. Oh, yeah. It's Enniskillen. You, okay, you leave the charge in this one. No. So, Enniskillen ice. So, what they do, it has to be below, is it 16 degrees or something? Minus 16. Well, it has to freeze. The it grapes has to have to freeze. freeze and on if the it vine. doesn't freeze, there's no harvest that year. Yeah. So, you'll get missing vintages because it, you just couldn't make it that year. And it's it's the freezing of the grape and it's the sweetening process. And I, it's, I'll bring, I'll bring some in for us. Enniskillen ice wine is one of the great tastes. I don't, I've never tasted anything that tastes similar to it. It's nectar. So the best ice yeah. wine I ever had, the best uh, uh, pudding wine I ever had was an ice wine, and it was from Canada. I just didn't know that this they made Canadian. it in Enniskillen. That's Canadian. incredible. Yeah, it's yes, Canadian. Enniskillen is Canadian. Oh, oh so right. Oh, that looks like a very thin champagne. No, I thought you were talking about Northern Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have heard about that, wouldn't you? I mean, the difference is you get these two types. Well, you can get many different types of dessert wine, but the actual sweet wines that come from vineyards, some of them have all this mold on them called botrytis. They're syrupy, musky, but these ice wines have such a beautiful freshness to them. That's what I love. They're so pure. And the, but they, you can get addicted to them, and you can start drinking them light wine. But the only thing is, they're full of sugar, and they are yes. so calorific. They're more calorific than like James Martin's biggest bad boy bread and butter pudding, <laughs> and which yeah, is okay. pretty. You know, it'd go really well with that though, with the high acidity. Oh, really fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that and the two together. Yeah. Ah.
with yeah. ice cream on top. I make cocktails with them. Do you? Oh. I use them as the syrup variant. You want the flavour of the ice wine to shine through, so you've got to use other subtle ingredients like a gin or a vodka, nothing overpowering. But yes, yeah, some phenomenal Why, cocktails. Here's a question for you two, right? And Eddie, you join in as well because it's similar for you. You two deal in alcohol. That is what you do for a living, right? And I've seen you both drink quite a lot of it. And you too, Eddie. But you all look so well. <laughs> How do you? It's like Mary Berry and her cakes and stuff. How, what, what's the secret here? Do you want to go first? No, you go. All right. So um, a glass of water in between every single drink that you have to right. keep hydrated is number one. Okay. Two, make sure that it's quality over quantity. Don't drink something that isn't very good. Don't buy loads of cheap stuff. You know, spend a little bit more, but drink less right. would be my next one. And the third one is just love life. Love life. Be happy. Oh, laugh. Yeah. Mm. The water I'm going to struggle with. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I always have good intentions for the glass of water in between. What about you, yeah. Helena? Yeah, I mean, it is, it's a lot of water. It's trying to get as much sleep as possible. But we, do, we spit a lot professionally. Like when we're filming, we don't, we thing, don't really drink because you just can't. What about you, Eddie? My life hack, well, you know this already, uh, is the Wim Hof method. Yeah. If you do the Wim Hof thing, then hangovers become a thing of the past. You just don't, well, you wake up with a hangover, but then as soon as you do your breathing, it's like it was never there. I know. It's like it, was, it never happened. And the odd cyst tablet. Uh, oh yes yeah. oh yeah I mean there are electrolytes those that's a good not Barocca electrolytes proper yeah, yeah. proper yeah. electrolytes uh, we, we'd started doing the Wim Hof method with Eddie he yes. taught us it when we were out there I and did. it's changed my life I have my cold shower every single morning for about three minutes now yep. and it has really kept me healthier for a lot longer so thanks Eddie there you go you're very welcome Eddie love you <laughs> also another great hack in the show is when you're nosing the wine to keep to open your mouth whilst I n I've never done that yeah. and I was watching it last night and I was I was doing it while you were talking about it. Why is that? Why did you do that? Well, eighty percent of what we taste is smell. It comes through our nose. So if we open our mouth, then all of that smell comes in and integrates with our taste buds a lot more. Because you smell through your mouth as well as your nose. Hey, there you go. How mad is that? All go. connected. There you yeah. go. It's great. Anything else you want to say? We're almost out of time. <laughs> it's a great show. I really think it's a brilliant show. I really do. Thank you very much. And I wouldn't say it because I, I don't reckon because listeners won't. I won't hear the last of it if I say something's good and it isn't. It's really great. Congratulations. Oh, it's so, so cool of you. You're so good like that. You always watch the show. You always read the book. You know, well, I you know have that. To. You have to be, you. And you can all um, tell that we're all invested in it. And yeah. that's how the world gets a little bit better, doesn't that. it, I suppose? We tried to change things up a bit, didn't we? There's not many women in drinks and spirits. So having the female empowerment angle and the neurodiversity from our standpoint, <laughs> having ADHD. I mean, I'm the only TV presenter in the UK with Tourette's syndrome, I for know. example. Mm. We've got ADHD over here. with Oh, yeah, so Mr. ADHD here. Yeah. We're representing across the board. We've got Yolanda who came in, so she's bigging it up for ethnicities within the black yeah. population. You know, drinks is, is a place which is so welcoming for everyone, and I really hope that that comes across on camera so as well. on Thursday, they reckon it's going to be the hottest day of the year so far, yeah. and the bank holiday weekend is going to be lovely, apparently. One drink for this weekend, what's it going to be? Oh, my goodness. Helen. Well, I have been making some lavender margaritas. Oh, that's for... it. <laughs> okay, there's the answer. <laughs> Don't know what yes. you two are going to say, but it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> really fresh, stunning. <laughs> All right. What do you think, uh, My chocolate orange sidecar. So using cognac, lemon juice, a little bit of a little bit of orange bitters, um, Grand Marnier, and then a dash of chocolate bitters as well. Like, mwah, oh my god! I'll send you the recipe. You'll, Sorry. Oh my god! Left, amazing. Just let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to score a, a goal after Messi. <laughs> I see, it's okay. I I, um, I found the my favourite summer drink yeah. was uh, it, on holiday in Colombia um, in the new year, and it is agua. I've not. I don't think I've shared this with you yet. No. So it's aguardiente, which is like this uh, kind of aniseed. It's in that sort of pastis uh, spectrum, but it's kind of lighter than that. That 
with crushed strawberries and crushed mint in a pestle and mortar. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Eddie, more than holding his own there with the experts. Absolutely <laughs> delicious. Um, I would nearly had my first Pims of the Year over the weekend. Didn't quite um, get there because it was like over a metre away. And um, it was one of those weekends. A uh, little bit of a twist for Pims, anyone? Put spirits in it. What kind? Yeah. Uh, white spirits, probably. Gin Vodka. is nice because of the aromatics. Right. Or rum, white rum. I've got one. Reverend Hubert's Summer Cup. Oh, yes. What's this? What's this? Introduced What's this? to me by Helena. It? It's Gin a really liqueur. English, brilliantly made kind of uh, boutique. Use, yeah, use... Well, it's, it's a liqueur. It's, so it's like a posh pims, really. Posh um, pims. Yeah, and it comes in an amazing bottle and it's stunning. Posh pims. <laughs> yes. It's possible. It, it's flavoured with things like rhubarb and damson. Yes. Yeah. It's really okay. flavour profile. Tw- twist my pims up. I mean, again, I put some cognac in there because the two will work perfectly. And then be a bit more like, you know, dairy with your fruit bang some lychees in there see yeah, what happens yeah, yeah. you know let's move away from just the strawberries let's bang some weird <laughs> stuff in there I like the old um, you know fruity ice cubes putting stuff in yes, you want yes. in the drink yeah. but in the ice cubes mm. have you seen that woman online who just makes ice cubes all her life she makes them mostly in balloons doesn't she it's she remarkable puts, like, p- flowers in balloons tea, I don't know who she is but she, I love her it's such a great hack your drinks look amazing especially in the bigger cubes listen well done congratulations thanks for being here thank you You're thank amazing. you for having us this show is Fantastic. It's called The Three Drinkers in Cognac. It's available now on Prime Video. We gotta go. You gotta hot seat it next <laughs> door. <laughs> Thank you, Aidy. Thank you, Helena. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, team. Goodbye. We'll see you tomorrow, half past six. Don't be late. Bye-bye. Bye bye.